Hey guys, it's me, Doc. I wanted to talk to you about something that's been on my mind. And that is, will I always identify as a patient who had cancer? Right? And I'm looking around for information on this to see how common this phenomenon is, right? And I came across this article from November of 2009 in the Journal of general internal medicine, right? And they actually did a huge questionnaire, 168 patients across all kinds of cancers, all kinds of ethnicities, all kinds of backgrounds, all kinds of socioeconomic situations, right? And they identified that there were actually four different identities that cancer patients took on. And those were survivor, victim, patient and person with cancer, right? And that actually living through cancer involved developing these new identities, which then influenced well-being and social relationships, relationships with caregivers, you know. And then they also realized there just wasn't a lot of information about these different identities and what the impact was for the patient. And I got to thinking about it, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, cancer has affected my concept of self. It has changed how I perceive myself and how I interact with everybody, how I interact even with my doctors. You know, so let's look at those four types, right? The most common was survivor. Second most common was person who had cancer. Third most common was patient and least common was victim, which is probably a good thing, right? survivor um, identity was the most common because it's the one most promoted by all the national organizations and the cancer event where you're raising money, you know, talking about the survivors, right? But for some people, that identity is almost scary. It's almost too cocky. It almost has this connotation like, well, there's no more danger left. Good. In the clear. It, it almost... I don't know, for me, it feels like I'm chasing something to think of, think of myself that way, like it's all over, like there's nothing left to do. So much so that even when I got my tattoo, I changed and changed the word survivor to warrior. Because in my mind, that was an indication that, you know what, number one, it could come back. Number two, I'm going to stay vigilant. And number three, it will always be true whether it comes back or not. I'm always going to stay on top of it, and I'm going to be ready to kick its butt no matter what. So for me, even for me, the connotations of the category of survivor was like a, a little bit weirdly negative. So I understand that thinking, right? In the identity section of, you know, person who had cancer before, they were still pretty psychologically well, as were their survivor category, right? So psychological well-being, definitely the best in those top two, right? The patient identity was more appropriate for those just in the thick of treatment, but yet both the patient and the victim identities led to a kind of passivity that wasn't necessarily helpful, especially in the victim identity category, because 
victims, it was like turning over everything to an outside force, no control, no accountability, no active participation in well-being or health. So, I mean, that's, that's not good. You know, and I'm not talking about, this is not the same thing as, you know, giving things up to God or, or belief in religious external influence as possibly helping you. No, that's not what I mean. I'm just talking about kind of giving up. It is what it is. Not participating. That's what I'm talking about as far as victim mentality. So I guess the answer to my question, will I always identify as a patient who had cancer is, is yes, I will. Just in terms of the staying vigilant, staying on top of things, realizing things could, could change, but also to maintaining a balance between you know, appropriate vigilance and follow through and being paranoid about every little thing, every little symptom. I think that's a tough one for the patient who had cancer category. I know what's a tough one for me. So here's the other thing that was brought out in that article is that, you know, a lot of these roles for ongoing um, monitoring of well-being, both psychological, emotional, and physical, does fall on the family doctor after a while. Because, yes, I mean, you know, all those patients are still seeing their oncologist, but the visits get spaced out more and more and more. But your family doctor, yeah, they're, they're the ones that you see more often, whether you got cancer or not. So I do think it's important. I do think they made an important point in this role that it is something that the family physician has to be more familiar with. And not just the physical aspects, but the psychological and the emotional aspects. I think with regards to the findings that there's four different identity types, yeah, I believe it. You know, I see it in my own practice. I see it even in myself. I see it in other friends that I have that have had cancer or are going through treatment right now. They, we really do kind of divide up into four main types. And by the way, I am not dissing on anyone who thinks of themselves in the survivor category. I just caution on the thinking that, like, don't, you know, the getting cocky part. Like, but that doesn't mean stop following up. That doesn't mean don't keep doing what you need to do. You know, belt out that name survivor all you want, but you still got to pay attention. You know, once something unthinkable happened once, it could happen again, but in a healthy way. So, like I said, I'm identifying myself in the patient who had cancer before category. I think it's a reasonable one. It doesn't mean I'm not out there hooting and hollering with the survivor stuff and empowering people that have made it through treatment. Well, of course not. It's just the perspective of the identity label that I'm talking about. So, those are some thoughts I've got today. Have a gorgeous Saturday and be well. Bye-bye.